Warning, the following podcast contains adult language and childish comedy. Listener discretion is advised. And now, please adjust your headphone volume to an unreasonable level and enjoy the most dynamic and electrifyingly entertaining podcast ever to conquer cyberspace. This is Amish Baby Machine. Hello, friends, and welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created, the Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast, starring me, Dags, and now a man more lactose intolerant than Joaquin Phoenix, Johnny Rage. What the hell is meant by lactose intolerant, might I ask? Lactose intolerance is when you don't put up with milk sugars. Bullshit. Okay. Um, Dags, uh, forgive me if I seemed a little bit uh, distracted because I'm... I'm working on my Joe Buck fan club here. I'm just jotting down some notes here. Are you the president? The the wonderful and amazing Joe Buck. You know, we, this spins off the conversation you and I had last week. We were doing a debate. I love debates. And what better debate than to talk about Joe Buck? I was a big fan of him. As I told you last week, you're just not. And I don't, I don't know why there's so much hate and so much bitterness at all. And here you're, you're, you're hating on Joe Buck. I don't get it. Okay. Um, but what I was trying to find was some comedian that could do an impersonation of him. Cause I was going to try to practice and bring it to our very powerful program. There's one guy that did one, but I didn't think it was that good. Um, he's got, if you listen to him, he has a, there's not any one thing that, you know, comedians kind of latch onto that's kind of real distinctive. And I, I, I can't come up with a Joe Buck impersonation. I can't do it. But still, as we talked last week, one of the best in the business. And I'll just leave it at that, Diggs. Welcome back, Johnny Rage. Welcome back, fans. Block of Amish. I was on, on Twitter earlier today, and I, I was going crazy. In fact, last night I was crazy, too. I was mm-hmm. going so insane, I'm giving away free stickers. That's right, I'm giving away powerful free Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast stickers, as they say, while supplies last. And unfortunately, due to powerful postage fees, only our friends in the U.S., but we do salute our German friends, V. Gates, and our friends over the pond. Everywhere in this powerful world, we salute you. Unfortunately, due to postage fees, I can only afford to send to the U.S. And while supplies last, Please follow us on Twitter at Amish B Machine, and hopefully some stickers are left. Johnny Rage, did you watch the Academy Awards? No, hell no. I don't know. Who would waste their time on that crap? Not me. Did you see any of the speeches like Joaquin Phoenix? Oh, Joaquin, what the hell was that? Is What I'm, What was he saying, for God's sakes? I mean, he was spewing just cows. We got to, you know, we eat cows and we steal them and then we give them to people. And uh, Did you get, was that? Did that make sense to you, what he was getting at, driving at? Perfectly made sense to me. Powerful and made a lot of sense. I like cows. Cows go move. On Johnny Rage, when I was talking about the Academy Awards, guess what? Powerful news. Just This just in, Rick Moranis is back. 
and he's going to be in the movie Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, uh, the new sequel, prequel, reboot. What do you think? What are your thoughts on Rick Moranis and his fine acting roles? Well, I, I was never a big fan of him. Um, it was funny because you and I, we, we were binging on some older sci-fi stuff, and one of them was the the Shrinking Man. What was that one from 1950? And we talked about him and his role in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and how other movies were very similar to that. Um, to me, that's not big news. It's just news. I'm not big into him. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Well, he hasn't, he hasn't made a lot of movies probably since the nineties. Maybe we should keep it that way. Very reclusive. No, but if you know anything about Rick Moranis, his powerful roles in SCTV, second city television, Mm -hmm. incredible, versatile actor. He kind of got pigeonholed in movies as kind of like, you know, a little geeky nerd. Mm-hmm. But he did other powerful roles. He's very humorous, very funny. Rick Moranis, love him. Love him in Second City. Powerful in um, Ghostbusters. I liked his role in the first Ghostbusters better. I liked him in that one. What else? Uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, not my cup of tea. But of course, his powerful seminal role in Spaceballs. Mm-hmm. You saw Spaceballs, correct? Well, there's a lot of people that hate Rick Moranis, and I have video proof of this. They hate him. Why is that, Diggs? I see your Schwartz is as big as mine. Not that. Yes, that. See, this is a callback. I, I, I'm, I'm still stuck on this Joe Buck thing. You were so hating him, and you said that all these people hate him, so I was picking on maybe one of your favorites, Rick Moranis. But it's like, there probably is people that hate him, but who gives a F? Do what you must, and if you're making money, who cares, right, Diggs? You're right. More like ignoramus for you. Hey, all I know is Joe Buck makes millions and his wife is gorgeous. Do you need anything else? Who cares what the average person thinks? You've got two out of everything. That means something. So Why can't you be more like Joe Buck? I consider myself kind of Joe Buck-esque. Gosh, I wish I'm going to try to practice him. Tackle at the 50. Fumble attempt picked up by the Green Bay Packers. That's more Pat Summerall. No, Pat Summerall is to the 20, to the 10, touchdown, Dallas. That's Pat Summerall. And and when you get the football and and you realize it's actually a football, then you got football, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Here's a guy that can't do an impersonation of John Madden. (laughs) Now, Johnny Rage, I just, without, you know, know, berating you and everything is, but of course, that's what the fans want me to do. You've never seen Spaceballs, have you? Will you berate me if I say no? No, I, I, I actually I actually feel sorry for you, and the fans do, too. Why? <laughs> but as I said on Twitter, you're my foil. You make me shine brighter, and that's why I like you. Oh, I thought you said I'm your whore. What'd you say? Well, I'm your too. what? Oh, man. That's Dang, off, you offline. Wish. Offline. You've been wishing. Wake up. Your nightmare, your dreams are over, pal. So. If I had a photograph of you, something to remind me. You sound like a bad I wouldn't spend dude. my oh. life just wishing. Doo, 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 doo. Can you hear the bells in the background of Johnny Rage's uh, man the bells cave? of Saint The bells of St. Mark is what those are. Very popular song by Sheila E. Remember? Oh, Sheila E. Powerful drummer. 
the bells of St. Mark. Yeah. Anyway, um, Dags, I got good news. This happened. This is fresh off the press. We didn't talk about this, but it, it's well worth repeating because the coronavirus has taken the world by storm. And uh, good news coming out of that front. A California lab says that it actually discovered a vaccine in three hours. What do you think of that, Dags? Does it contain CBD oils? Let's find out. Um, this is interesting because how, how <laughs> it's funny how they say California lab says they discovered this in three hours, kind of a shot at China. Is China that behind us that we just basically with our hands tied behind our back found the cure for this thing? Let's say China. Anyway, hot off the press. Let me tell you about this because this is uh, breaking news. Um, an American biotech company says it created a coronavirus vaccine three hours after getting access to the virus genetic sequence back in mid-January. And now the scientists are racing to get the vaccine on the market in record time. It's called Innovio Pharmaceuticals based in Pennsylvania. But scientists in its laboratories in San Diego actually made the discovery. Again, this is hot off the press, Stags. Heard first here on Amish Baby. Uh, I'm, I'm not, not going to go into all the details, but they were able to rapidly construct a vaccine in a matter of about three hours once they had the DNA sequence from the virus available because of the power of the DNA medicine platform. This comes from the president of the company. Their goal is to start phase one human testing in the U.S. early this summer. Oh, that's not as good as news as I would like to have the coronavirus first reading this. And then it says... We hope to start the human testing in the U.S. early this summer. You're like, no, but I have it. <laughs> no. Here's a uh, guy China, that doesn't do show prep. China has reported 254 new daily deaths and a spike in nearly daily virus cases of about 15,000. So still, uh, we can't curb this thing, but this is a good sign if we get this coronavirus thing wrapped up here or with the testing. Regardless, whether it's this summer or now, the end is near for the corona. Hopefully we can keep it at bay and uh, none of us end up with that dreaded thing. But Thanks for your Facebook post there, Johnny Ray. You betcha. We you really betcha. appreciate it. Now, I went yeah. to powerful Popeye's chicken. Okay. Is this the review time? Well, sure. It's whatever you want it to be. Well, we need like an alarm. You have the sound. You don't just talk Popeye's chicken just out of the blue like that. There should be some significant, you know, bell or... I mean, come on, do better than that introduction to this. Cause I love, well, I'm going to hear what you thought. I had it. I gave my review several months back. Now let's hear your, your thoughts. Well, as far as a bell in uh, post-production, I will have you, when you edit this podcast, I will have you insert a bell. I think you should do like a um, chicken uh, cuckoo or something like that. All right. That's a powerful <laughs> joke because you don't do shit on the show. Johnny Rage. God love you. Thank you. We love you. And we love the fans. Right now, it's kind of a tradition. I We're always enjoying beverages here. Johnny Rage, you have no beverage in front of you, do you? I actually have um, God's Juice, which is water. Now, is this tap water? Is this Brita? Is this filtered water? What kind of water is it? Um, this is directly out of the tap. You drink tap water? Some... I do. You, you, don't are drink... a, what? you are a boring motherfucker. You really what are. do you mean? No, you just pour tap water in a glass and drink it. 
Um, it's not in a glass. It's actually in my uh, daughter gave me. It's actually a pink, uh, pink as in the uh, the. At one time, that was a fashion statement. It comes out of Victoria's Secret, um, a pink drinking contraption with a long straw in it. So no, it's not not a, a glass would be boring, but this kind of jazzes tap water up a little bit. And then when I hate dags, when I'm really really in a crazy mood, I throw like a that Kool Aid drop into it. I love that. Love it. I want to thank everyone that takes, there's a million podcasts. I really do appreciate the people that take time to listen to our powerful podcast. Right now I'm, I'm uh, drinking Desani water. I think it's Italian. So mm-hmm. I hold up my Desani water, hold up your beverage of choice. Tap water. Pour some out for your dead homies and salute. Salute. Okay, Johnny Rage, I went to Popeye's Chicken. I was doing a world tour of chicken sandwiches recently. Uh-huh. I did Wendy's, powerful Burger King. I've done Chick-fil-A. And now the most recent was Popeye's Louisiana chicken. Now, okay. Johnny Rage, let me ask you this. How often do you dine in? At Popeye's or in general? In general, to uh, the, um, I would say if I go to a fast food restaurant ten times, I probably go in once. Okay, I chose to dine in because okay. the, the companion I was with wanted to dine in. Oh, was it your lady friend, Eggs? It was a companion. Okay, that's a okay. Okay, so what was this guy's name? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. So you dined in. And then First what? of all, it was Larry. Okay. There's not enough dudes named Larry anymore, is there? I miss Larry. Remember Larry Tate? Was there more Oh, my God. Was there anyone better? That no. powerful albino afro he had? Mm-hmm. I loved yeah. Larry Tate. I know. So and anyway, and of course, in. but of course, I love the original Darren. Mm-hmm. I didn't like Dick York. I mean, Dick Sargent. Dick Sargent was the second I enjoyed Dick York. Okay. What kind of dick do you enjoy, Johnny Rage? Um, boy, this would be a great moment to have a quick net. Yes, yes. Come back. Now, you um, know, uh, so Johnny let me, Rage, let me think about that. Yeah. All right, you think and get back to me. I'll edit it all out. So mm-hmm. we dine in. I go into the restaurant, Louisiana's finest Popeyes chicken. I don't know why like, it's called Popeyes. You know, Diggs, I'm going to interrupt you. I do like you because, and you're saying, well, how does that correlate to what we talked about? Because you're a dick. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Wow. Yeah. You're fast. Delayed response. You're Delayed fast. response. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank At you. least you responded. Mm-hmm. So I go into Louisiana's powerful Popeyes chicken. I still don't know why it's called Popeyes. I would prefer a powerful nautical theme with maybe like pictures of poop deck pappy and Ellis Lagoon and the Sea Hag. Brutus. We don't call him Bluto. We call him Brutus. So I go into Popeye's. So I go up to the counter. No one's in the place. And there's three or four people in the back, you know, behind the counter. And no one acknowledges me. Now let me ask you this, Johnny Rage. When you go to the counter and no one acknowledges you, do you wait a second? Do you go, hey... Do you make some noise? What do you do? You know, there's that uncomfortable moment as to what do you do? Do you look for a bell to ring? It depends. If it's an office situation, I do. How far away are they? 
um, you respectfully give them a moment because sometimes people, if nobody's around, use it to be busily doing something else. So there's different responses for that response. But I also get very pissed if they're screwing around in the back and I'm there for more than maybe three to five minutes. So there's my answer. I try to be polite. First, I do the, the key thing. First, I look around, try to make eye contact. Mm-hmm. But who are you making eye contact with? Because nobody's there. No, I'm attempting to make eye contact. No, there's people behind the counter. I meant there's no one in the restaurant. Like, oh, oh, well, customer so you, wise. So, so I go in. I, okay. I'm going into Popeyes. There's no one in the dining area. I go to the counter. There's multiple people behind the counter, but no one's waiting on me. Okay, that's a different scenario. That pisses me off. Right up. Okay. I thought you meant they were in the back emptying trash and they were doing more no, productive no, no, things. No, no, I okay. maybe I didn't describe it properly. We're in the restaurant. No one's in the dining room. No customers. Three or four people are behind the counter. Okay, I get it now. That's the fourth time you set up, but go ahead. You're slow. I have to set things up for you. Okay. All right, Johnny Rage. So I go up there. I look, try to make eye contact. That doesn't work. And then I do the key technique where I kind of rattle my keys. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, so you have different, you know, in uh, fast food restaurants, you have different workers. You have the drones. You know, you have one with the, the microphone in the drive through doing the Britney mm-hmm. Spears thing. You have the people, you know, on the fry, dropping the fries or whatever, making the food. Maybe mm-hmm. someone sweeping up. They didn't say mm-hmm. a word. And then you have the supervisor, the manager. Mm-hmm. They kind of run the shows and the. The drones, they can't make any decisions. They can't do anything. They can't be proactive. They just react. And well, for that, they didn't even react. I mean, I was trying to get their attention. They didn't react. So anyway, the supervisor comes up, takes my order, doesn't say hi. Now, how do you feel about that? I don't like that. I like a general welcome. Hey, welcome to Popeye's. I'm sorry it took us a little bit here, but uh, how can we help you? Exactly. So I don't get anything. Just stares at me. Mm-hmm. So then I, I go, oh, this is great. So then I order my food. I said, I'll have the chicken sandwich. I want mashed potatoes and gravy. Cause I, I like to try sides, you know, everywhere you go, there's always French fries. So mm-hmm. I wanted to try the sides. It's, it's chicken. You usually get, you know, chicken biscuit, mashed mm-hmm. potatoes and gravy. So then I order it. The order comes up, I get the order, and there's French fries in there. Oh, damn them. But it's there's no one in the restaurant. I would understand if it was busy. And, of course, on the receipt says mashed potatoes and gravy. So then he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I heard you say French fries. Like, no, you didn't hear me say French fries. Mashed potatoes and gravy. But you don't want to say anything to upset them because then they're going to spit in your food. No, that's what people claim, yeah. But you know what I happens? Watch videos. Okay. I'll show you videos. They do it all the time. Yeah, you're going to show me videos about Joe Buck. Anyway, go ahead. So I get that pisses me off because I don't even get my mashed potatoes and gravy. And then I got to go there and get the mashed potatoes and gravy. So Can now they we do tr- the twist. Can they do the twist? Can you mash potato and do the twist? Go what, ahead. What I'm movie is that from? It's a song. Can you mash potato? Yeah, what movie is it from? Do the twist. I think it's from uh, Animal House. That's close enough for you. Good, thank so you. So I try the chicken sandwich. Now remember sandwich. with me, when I'm guessing, there's a margin of error, two or three movies, right? Okay. 
Okay, go ahead. So you got mashed potatoes. You didn't get them. All right, go ahead. So then I get the mashed potatoes. Now, let me ask you this, Johnny Rage. Mm-hmm. Do you eat your sides first or the sandwich? Or do you go back and forth? I, I like to go back and forth because if you eat your fries, you're like, damn it, now I have none left. So I like to enjoy a fry. Fry is always the first thing you reach for because it's so easy and you're usually hungry. So you always take two fries. Sometimes they'll put your French fry out in front of you without bringing you the sandwich. And so you eat a fry. Have you ever eaten it as soon as it's on the counter? I have. I've grabbed two, three fries. Then they give you your sandwich and then you're off. And then I, I alternate back and forth. I'm an alternator. Now, the thing AC. with the French fries I'm AC, is. Diggs. I'm AC. Go ahead. The thing with French fries is that you don't want them too hot or too cold. There's mm-hmm. a very narrow window of optimal French fry enjoying. Dude, have you ever seen me eat any meal? We're not, it's not taking that long. There could be 10 bags of fries and three sandwiches. It ain't taking this cat 10 minutes. Okay. So. Yeah, we need an update on your uh, workout situation, by the way. We'll talk about that. We'll get to that. I try the side first because I mm-hmm. enjoy desserts first, too. Mm-hmm. And, and, of course, the dessert selection at Powerful Popeyes is horrible. It's trash. Which we talked about last week. Did the did the ice cream machine work, or was that not working? Oh, it's funny you said that. Um, fans of the Flock of Amish, God love you. Follow us on Twitter at Amish B Machine sent us an article about McDonald's maybe installing devices that prevent ice cream machines from breaking. (laughs) It's called hiring people that know how to operate it. Maybe. How do you break an ice cream machine? You got one job. You take the cone, you put it underneath, you pull the handle towards you. Okay. How does the machine break? I don't understand. Have you seen the caliber of the drones that work at fast food restaurants? I have, but that's why you keep it simple, stupid. You pull, you put your cone, pull towards you, pour the lever towards you, release, release the crap. I've never had an issue with any dessert things like you though. So I don't know what you're talking about, but I want to get to the sandwich. Damn it, dude. Take me to the sandwich. Did you like it or not? First of all, shut up. Secondly, shut up and see, shut up. So I have the side, the mashed potatoes and gravy. It's a thin little cup, you know? I want a decent-sized portion, small portion, and the gravy has some weird spice in it. I haven't been able to uh, narrow it down. You sure it wasn't the sp- you sure it wasn't the spit from one of the uh, workers behind? Good point. Oh, so you have been spit at? Yeah, the yes, asshole. yes. Okay, yes. I spent a lot That's of times with llamas. Okay. You didn't hear what I said. I said, so you have been spit on for being an asshole, but go yeah, ahead. Yeah, that's go what ahead. I, and that's why I made the joke about the llamas. Okay. Llamas. Well, I don't get it. I know. Of course you don't get it. What does a llama have to do with being spit on? Because do llamas spit on people? Oh, they probably do. If you paid attention to life, God damn it. Okay. So I try the side of mashed potatoes and gravy. Okay. And there is a weird spice in it. It was almost an Indian spice, like some curry or something that didn't go so that was the mashed potatoes and gravy were disgusting and i love mashed potatoes and gravy johnny rage do you love mashed potatoes and gravy well dude dude when you go to popeyes or kentucky fried chicken you know the mashed potatoes are flakes that they throw shitty water on they put them in a bowl you know the mashed potatoes going in there aren't going to be good why would you fuck with mashed potatoes at a popeyes that's the place where you step up your game and you go french fries they can't fuck those up or they might they must have a macaroni and cheese that's when you go for you don't go for potato mashed potatoes at a restaurant like that so that's your that's on you okay, okay? first of all dumbass 
let's go to the French fries. First of all, I enjoy mashed potatoes. They go well with chicken. It's a powerful side that's common. The French fries, I sampled some because I'm a professional. I do this powerful podcast, and the fans demand it. They battered their French fries, which I can't stand. Horrible. There's no reason to put batter on French fries. French fries are the perfect food. You drop them in the oil, salt, boom, you're done. And this was old oil. You can always tell because it's dark. And then it had that horrible batter. And I'm going to ask you, Johnny Rage, for your horrible opinion. What do you think about battered French fries? Not a fan. I, I the curly fries at Arby's. They come to my. I, I I don't know if I've ever had. Actually, you know what? I have had Popeye, Popeyes. Wasn't it a crinkle fry? I thought it was actually very good. Didn't they have the crinkle fries here at Popeye? Uh no, no. They were regular French fries, straight, battered, dipped and battered. Hmm. Disgusting. You know, I was at. I, okay, I I was at a Popeyes in Fargo, North Dakota. I was up there, you know, up there at uh, Popeye's, and they had a crispy cut fry, crinkle fry. I thought it was actually pretty good. So anyway, I don't know why different parts of the country do different things, but they do. So so the fry for me was pretty good. So the French fries were battered. They were horrible. So we're done with the mashed potatoes and gravy. We're done with the French fries. Of course, there's no dessert that... Achieves my level. Yes, exactly. It meets my standards, which would be a delicious piece of pie or multi-layered cake. People don't eat three-layered cake anymore. Why is that? I do. I love Funfetti. I love cake. No, three layers, though. I've had it, but I don't know how often in the past people have actually had three-layered cakes. That's what I'm talking about. Three powerful layers. Well, when the hell have you had a three-layered cake, for God's sakes? You make it sound like it was a nightly thing for you. You had, you had one probably when you were seven, and you're thinking that was what everybody did. No, Maybe I'm telling don't. you, look at look at powerful emojis. What are they? They're three-layered cakes. They're not one layer in a 13-by-9 pan with shitty frosting on it. And you can't wait God. to frost it so it melts and it tears the surface of the cake. I, I Dude, I wish you were a french fry so I could batter you right now. Man. Anyway, Shut go up. ahead. So you, so, okay, let's talk about the sandwich. I'm getting there. This is called foreplay. You don't just jump into it, Johnny Rage. This is podcasting foreplay. So you're trying to turn the audience on. I get it. Thank you. Are you getting Mm -hmm. aroused? Not in the least. You don't like three layer cake. You don't like delicious fast food. I didn't say that. You're just not turning me on. So continue. You're weird and stupid, and I hate you. Now let's get to the sandwich. (laughs) Go ahead. Finally, a drum roll, please. Drums, please. So I appreciate using the Hawaiian bun. Loved it. But this bun was smooshed down and was greasy. Now, you know, and that's one of my pet peeves at restaurants when you get the burger and the bun is just the grease is soaked through the bun typically it's the the you know the bottom side of the bun and the fans demand what are your thoughts johnny rage on greasy buns 
Usually I haven't wiped properly if that's the case. <laughs> so I prefer a See, wet wipe. See, I, I, prefer... I set you up. I set I you up because wet... you... I prefer a wet wipe in that case. <laughs> yes, but wet wipes are not good for the environment. <laughs> yeah, mine are. But um, anyway, I'm sorry, Diggs. Go ahead. What are your thoughts, attention span man, on greasy hamburger buns? You know, Diggs, uh, on a serious note, I don't know if I've ever, when I go to, to get a hamburger, I've never really, gosh, I don't know when I've had a greasy bun. Um, that would remind me of going to some greasy spoon and it's wrapped for a long period of time under a heat lamp. Maybe, but you know, I, I wouldn't want a greasy bun. I agree with you on that, but I don't know where they exist in any of our Fast food restaurants around the metro here. There's no greasy buns. You've never been to a place and it comes out and the the burger, the bun itself is greasy. No, I just explained to you, didn't I? Do I have to do it again? No. Fans, flock of Amish, we love you. We appreciate everyone that listens to this powerful podcast. If you want to hang out with us online, follow us on Twitter at Amish B Machine. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram, like our Facebook page. And as far as podcast goes, wherever you listen to your powerful podcast, we will be there. We just ask you one thing. Please leave a review. Please rate our powerful podcast. If you leave five-star review, it will unlock the secrets to Johnny Rage's greasy buns. And we need you. We love you. We also have powerful merch right now as I record. This powerful podcast, Johnny Rage helps. I'm giving away stickers at Amish B Machine. As long as the sticker supply and the stamps last, you will get a free sticker. We also have powerful merch we want you to check out. AmishBabyMachine.com. Powerful t-shirts, hoodies, stickers, mugs. Powerful. I think I have over 15 original designs that I created through my powerful brain. Please support our powerful podcast through purchasing our powerful merch. And let's get back to the review of the powerful Popeye's chicken sandwich. Dags, when are we going to come up with another clothing article? I said the loincloth. You haven't done it yet. I said the pirate patch. You haven't done that yet. How about the flu mask? I want the Amish baby machine flu mask. I think we need it now more than ever. So let's get on it. Okay. You know, it's funny. I just saw on the news that the, the Pentagon just uh, put in motion something about the military and quarantine. Mm-hmm. It's kind of scary, isn't it? They did what now? There's something where they're talking about how they're going to mobilize the Pentagon and quarantine procedures for the U.S. Really? Yes. That's some, that's some deep shit. Powerful. Go to your bunkers, everyone. Go to your powerful shipping containers. Is this the beginning of the zombie apocalypse? Well, it's funny you said that because that's what I was thinking of. Every zombie movie always starts out like this, you know? I know. It's a perfect setting for this. And and uh, sometimes life is truer, more true than fiction. And pretty soon we're going to go to our TVs. And with the latest coronavirus outbreak and all the death toll, we now have these vicious. Yeah, and then you lose the TV. Yeah. Honey, <laughs> honey is a company called and then all the ham radio operators get on and i'm not i said this before but i'm not saying it's the end of the world but i saw a guy in a pickup truck unraveling his paracord bracelet so i think we're screwed damn 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 damn
back to the powerful review of Popeye's. I still don't get that. That's the second time I've heard that. But go ahead, go ahead, Diggs. What's that? Carry on. You say you don't get what? The paracord thing. Explain that to the slow population of the world. Okay, it's popular for people to wear paracord bracelets. What they are is they're twine, for uh, lack of a better word, for Johnny Rage. It's cords, cordage, and they weave it into a bracelet, and it snaps together. So next time you see people, pay attention to their wrists, look for it. It's made out of paracord. It's typically olive drab green, army green, and it snaps together. And the purpose of this is when the shit hits the fan, you will take your paracord bracelet and unravel it and use this cordage for creating powerful structures such as uh, shelters. Really? And that's what a paracord... Okay. Now, have you seen one before? So carry on, Diggs. We're getting to the sandwich. The part that I, I'm, I'm just salivating here, waiting for the climax of this. Tell me about the sandwich. Okay, just to recap, people ignoring me. Mm-hmm. Screwing up my order. Mm-hmm. Tried the french fries. They're battered. Mm-hmm. Not good. Powerful. Mashed potatoes and gravy. Horrible. Now the chicken sandwich review. Now, I appreciate they put it on a Hawaiian bun. As I said before, this bun was soggy. So that negates the powerful bun. They had pickles on there, mayonnaise, and a battered chicken fillet. I took a bite. I looked up into the right. You ever notice that when people review foods and when they sample foods, you always got to kind of look up and think about what you think about the powerful meal? Mm-mm. No. You've no, never seen never... people when they sample food, they always look up? Mm-mm. All right, no. pay attention. Okay. I sampled it. I did not like the chicken sandwich. Ooh, okay. I didn't see that coming, Diggs. I did not see that coming. Now, wait a minute. Tell me you didn't take one bite and throw it out. What about bite two, three, four, and five? No, I never throw out food because uh, I feel it's a waste. I'm going to eat it. I rarely throw out food. How often do you throw out food? <sighs> Never. So you'll eat something, even if it's kind of lame? Does throwing up count? I mean, that is throwing out food, something, but you already ate it once. So if that counts many times. Yes. Hey, there's a bell. That's a jo- the joke bell. Do you got one for us? No, go ahead. You wouldn't have a joke. All right. Um, no, I, I don't. I, I, I mean, no, I don't throw food out. That's, that's blasphemous to do that. Um, unless it's in the refrigerator, you're going through there. And no, like, no, uh, no. I'm talking about you go out, you go out to eat and you eat some. Let me ask you this. Do you return food? Like if you got a steak and you wanted it, however you like it, medium, medium rare. How do you, how do you, you know, have there, your steaks, there, Johnny Rage? There is always that thought process that, oh man, I hate this, but if I send it back, they're going to be pissed and who knows what they're going to do to it. So a lot of times you'll just eat crap, but why are we as a population always so polite? Because the waitress will always come up to us, how is everything? And everybody's usually, you know, you're pissed, but everybody, oh, good. Why do we do that, Dave? It's why because say, what I said is we, we're afraid they're going to spit in the food. I know, but why don't we at least take it out on her? And if she says, well, can I bring it back? Hell no. We know what you're going to do. But let's just, let's tell her, ma'am, this shit sucks. And I, I would hope you can do better than that because this is 1995. Well, can I bring it back, sir? Hell no, because I know what you and the cook are going to do to this, but but duly note, this shit sucks. Well, that's what we should do, the approach. None of us do. We always just sit there, um, good. It's 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 good, you know? 
And then I'm always, this always happens to me two days. I'm like, if it's a shitty waitress, I'm going to say, you know what? She's going to pay for this for her sins against me. Damn it. I'm not going to leave her any, if I leave her tip, it'll be very little. Sure. Shit. I automatically roll the 20. I don't know why. I just don't have the balls to do it. It's like, oh, fine. Give her the 20%. Now, have you ever done that to a waitress, not giving her the 15 or 20 because you're pissed at her? Maybe once, but I usually, I, you do it, you, you do it out of fear and karma. We're all afraid. Maybe if we had robot servers and robot cooks, but then you well, wonder if the, you wonder if the robots would attack you then. Well, that's why Facebook is so popular because we can lob insults at each other and there's really no repercussions. No, sure. I there is. Say, sure. There is There's can, cancel culture. They'll find out where you live, where you work, get you fired. Well, for the most part, you can make a general comment and it's something you'd never say in public, you know, you know, and, 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 and it reveals a lot. And that's why Facebook is so popular because we, we let all of our frustrations and anxieties pour out over the airways. Oh, well, first of, of all, Facebook, Facebook, it's not popular. It's popular for the old people like you. Powerful Twitter. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Amish B machine. You want powerful comments, powerful jokes. Diggs, Facebook is so powerful. The Russians used it to help Trump win the campaign. I know this for sure. So don't say Facebook isn't isn't where it's at. Okay. So. Okay. Okay. So back to the chicken sandwich. Okay. I finished the sandwich. I could see how it might be good, but maybe it was improperly prepared in a restaurant that was horrible. Powerful, horrible customer service. So if you figure out customer service, what are they going to, how much love are they going to make that chicken sandwich with? Because powerful food tastes the best when it's made with love. Much like this podcast, the most powerful podcast ever created. I create it with love. Handcrafted. I spend hours and hours editing all of Johnny Rage's horrible jokes out. I leave most of them just to, you know, kind of play off of make mine seem funnier because his suck. But maybe if this chicken sandwich was made with love, it would have tasted better. But I got to say, it was probably the worst chicken sandwich I ever had. Well, you know, what's funny is I had a situation reverse of yours. The first time I had the Popeye sandwich, I thought it was phenomenal. It was like this explosion of flavor. And I love the Hawaiian bun. It wasn't greasy bun. It was crispy chicken. And then I was so excited about it. I'm like, because I'm a huge Chick-fil-A guy too. Um, And I thought, wow, this could rival Chick-fil-A. Um, but then when I went back round two, I didn't have as bad experience as you, because I understand it's Popeye's. You don't get mashed potatoes at Popeye's. You just don't roll like that. You get macaroni and that's venturing off a little far for me. Fries at a fast food. They know how to do that. The rest of the stuff is just fill that they really don't know what to do with, but they figure they should have it. So you don't monkey with it. But the second time I got the sandwich, I said, Oh, what happened here? I was so excited for this. There was too much breading on it it wasn't as flavorful and i thought it was just fill so i will have to go back a third time Diggs, and tell me you'll do the same thing don't don't base this opinion on one attempt you tell me you'll have it one more time i will i will go to a different restaurant though i mean but you'll I, still try yeah i'll go to a popeyes but not that same okay r- location okay i'd like to hear about it because i i think it's i i, I i'm gonna have it one more time i think the jury is out I do think I do like my, my standard tried and true is Chick-fil-A. It's not, it doesn't have that excessive breading on it. 
it's more of a light breading than, than that Popeye's was. And, and I like that. I feel like it's healthier. It's not. And I love the fact they give you this nasty old chicken sandwich and then they put two pickles on it to make, make you think like it's healthy. It's kind of like a piece of lettuce on the, uh, uh, hamburger not the hamburger, but the, um, filet, Chick-fil-A at, or not, I mean, uh, McDonald's and they're McChicken. I mean, is that the standard of all chicken sandwiches is Mc, uh, McDonald's chicken sandwich? Remember no when way. That thing first came out. No way. At one time, at one time it was. I love that thing. They're like a dollar. You get like three of them. And, uh, so what are you, you talking? Know? Are you talking about the artisan? Are you no, talking about no, the, no, the no, buttermilk? No. So they have they have they have the grilled artisan. You would never eat grilled food because you're not healthy. But they mm-hmm. have the buttermilk, you know, battered chicken mm-hmm. sandwich. Have you tried that one? McChicken is what I'm talking about, dude. So I'm asking you, have you had their buttermilk, their version of the Popeye's chicken, their upscaled version, the buttermilk? No, I haven't. So you need to try that because you have mm-hmm. the McChicken, which is just a ground like chicken patty. Mm-hmm. But the buttermilk McDonald's version, they have the buttermilk um, battered version, is more of an upscale actual chicken breast. So I think you need to try that. I love how when restaurants try to really dress something up, so they'll pick like one uh, spice or herb out of it. Like, what can we really do to make this chicken sandwich sound good? And so they go, okay, we put salt in there, we put pepper in there, we put flour in there, we put buttermilk in there, we put wait, wait a minute, buttermilk. We use butter. Hey, let's call it the buttermilk sandwich. <laughs> you know, they're just really reaching for this. It makes it sound like this upper echelon chicken, the buttermilk sandwich, kind of like uh, Culver's does it. The butter burger. My God, just the word alone, butter burger. God, is it, you think this thing is just drenched in butter and you're like, oh my God, this is just unbelievable. It'd be an orgy of my sexual taste buds just coming together. And then you get there and it's really not that big a deal. It's just, I think they just butter the bun, fry it and give you the hamburger and you're like, Oh, that's it. But anyway, thanks. I didn't mean to hijack your uh, food review. No, so that's let's po- give it, powerful. Well, let's give it some stars, uh, wheels, digs. I mean, it's it's round one. I get it. You're going to go back. But as of right now, let's not talk about the overall experience because I don't give a shit. Okay. I want to know about just the sandwich. I don't care how they treated you when you walked in because you're a dick half the time anyway. And they probably justifiably so did what they should. Tell me. How did the sandwich taste in terms of buggy wheels? Okay, I'm going to ignore all that bullshit you just said because my opinion <laughs> is powerful. Everything, life is wrapped in experiences. So the, the powerful taste of something, you smell it. That's powerful part of the tasting is the smelling of the hearing, the touching, loving, touching, squeezing. Boy, it sounds like you're, it sounds like the love you're putting into this podcast is happening right before all of us. Yes. Do you need a moment? Do you need a moment to yourself, my friend, in the Kleenex? No, but when the okay? hell is when the hell is Steve Perry going to come back to Journey? Oh, Sherry, I love you know he's he's a true genius. Just I loved him. I know everyone loves Steve Perry. Bring him back. I they have the Filipino guy. I know. I get it. He's a mimic. Mm-hmm. We, we want Steve Perry back. We do. That would be the ultimate journey, wouldn't it? And then they could add Joe Buck in some fashion, too. So Yes. Joe Buck, the Cowboys to the 10, to the 5, touchdown, Dallas. Yes, I know. That's not Joe Buck. Anyway, go ahead. Give me the, give me the rating days. We've, we're jumping around. I feel schizophrenic. Give it to me right now. What, what's the sandwich? So you're saying out of the 
the preamble, the powerful foreplay of this powerful review, I'm getting to the climax. Mm-hmm. One buggy wheel out of five. Wow. There was nothing other than, oh, that's, that's, tell me the crispiness of that chicken didn't rank it up to a two. The oil was dirty. You know when they have the dirty oil and you can tell when it's like burnt looking? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. I am a fast food aficionado, my yeah. friend. Mm-hmm. So the okay. oil was bad. It always smells like, you know, stale oil and chicken and and is way too brown. So I'm giving it one buggy wheel, not two. Mm, wow, that's like the lowest ranking ever on this on this podcast. Did you end up getting a dessert there, or did you say no to the dessert? No, because one of their desserts was that you know deep fried apple Ice pie. Cream? Oh yeah, and that's not dessert. I, you know, I just never turn to a. There's certain places you get things, and you don't go to a fast food restaurant for mashed potatoes and desserts. We discussed this last week. First of all, mashed potatoes goes with fried chicken. God damn it. I understand it, it, my friend. But when you're at grandma's house, it does. But not when you go to Popeye's, for God's sakes. It's it's flakes mixed with water, and they put butter in it. You don't. You got to use a little bit of the old noodle. Okay. So what size? What side do you get when you go to when you go there? What do you get? You just get when I go to pop. When I go to Popeye's. Yeah. I go with the fries. But you said you you didn't like battered French fries. You know, I don't recall them being battered. Oh, you don't and recall matter, anything, goddammit. Well, I, you know what, Diggs? Matter of fact, when I was there last time, I'll tell you what side I went with. None. I said, give me the, give me the sandwich. That's why I'm here. I don't want your sides. And I just got the sandwich. I, I need to open up a restaurant because I know what people like. What do they like, Diggs? Tell me. What would your restaurant, what would your top-notch go-to item be? Like a meal, what, the, the main course, the dessert? What are you talking about? Uh, well, no, nobody goes to a restaurant for the, 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 the pie. Come on. This isn't Betty's pies. Dag's restaurant. What would you do if you had a restaurant that you said, you know what people like? Well, what first of create? all, I would have desserts. They'd be delicious. I understand that. You'd have a three layer cake. I get it. Okay. Tell me what your main food is that you say, you know what people like. What do we like Dag's? Italian food would be mine. Oh, did you just think of that up all your own or do you no. live by an olive garden? Powerful. What's that? Do you live by an olive garden or do you think of that? I wish I lived by an olive garden. Yeah. No, there's nothing Uh, out here in the farm. So what would you do then? Okay. Italian food. That's a pretty broad term. What would you do? What would draw Johnny Rage to your restaurant? Well, you're familiar with Fogo de Chao? Yes. It's all you can eat meat, correct? Yes. I would have Fogo. I I thought all you can eat meat was a glory hole, but go ahead. Um, what else? Um, Go ahead. All right. Fogo de Chao, I would have Fogo de Dags and would be <laughs> powerful pasta, all you can eat. You know, Dags, it's funny. We, we, we create things right here and people can run with it, the flock. But you know how there's a subway? I was thinking about this the other day, as a matter of fact, because I had a homemade pizza. My wife actually made a homemade pizza. Was it Cracker Crust? It was cracker crust. Yes, it was. Did I tell you that? <laughs> anyway, would that be a great idea? You can get a six inch or 12 inch pizza. Okay. Cracker crust or thick crust, but you go through the line, just like you do at Subway with what you want on it. We'll bake it for you and bring it out to you. What do you think of that idea? Six inch pizza would be way too small. Six inch pizza. 
or 12 inch pizza. It's a personal pizza at six inches. Six, six inches, inches is in, too small. Six inches in diameter. I know. I understand, but it's cold sometimes. That wasn't me. It was cold. Anyway, it's six inches or 12 inches, but you go in the line and you, you pick your crust, you pick your thickness and you go through the line and you add your own toppings. What do you think about that idea? They already have that. Where is it? Pyology. Where is that? All over the powerful Twin Cities. You're making this up. How dare you, sir? Every good idea I've ever had, you've done nothing but scoffed at me. You've ridiculed me. I've enough of this. Now back to Fogo de Diggs. It would be powerful, all-you-can-eat pasta. And I want tortellini. I love tortellini. I like ravioli. I like fettuccine. I love it all. You know how they have powerful tour of Italy, you know that? Yeah, they already do that too at Olive Garden. Yeah, I think you've been watching too you've been watching too many commercials. You want to shut up for a minute? So what I'm saying is shut up. This would be powerful all you can eat pasta. And then after that, if you leave room, powerful desserts. It would have all this stuff, food for you. There'd be wine flowing, big pitchers. There'd be powerful dogs that would be under the table where you could wipe your hands on them. Let me guess, there'd be garlic, throughout, garlic smell throughout the entire restaurant, too. Yeah, can you imagine? Oh, man, it would be really cool. Yeah, big, just long, powerful oaken tables. And just, like I said, the dogs to wipe your greasy hands on. Yeah. And then you just yeah. be feasting on powerful plates of pasta and powerful giraffes of wine and mm-hmm. clay yeah, pitchers. Yeah, I'm not... I, We've already gotten too many restaurants like that. I don't think I'm there's nobody. What do you mean? God damn it. There's no restaurant like that. There's, well, Name a restaurant where there's dogs running around where you can wipe your hands on their fur. Well, let me t- like you're going to have dogs walking around for God's sakes. You, you got health standards. You have to. Oh, shut up. I, there's no health have. standards at that goddamn Popeye's I went to. Don't be you're so you're such a hater. I mean, it started with Joe Buck and now it's carrying on to Popeye's. I don't like this day. He's one bit. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Try it. I'll I'll eat there once and we'll take it from there. Okay. I mean, we'll see. Try it. What do you call it? What are you going to call it? It's, it's all in the name. It's all those, kind of like those craft beers. Nobody really likes the taste of craft beers, but they're going after the name. Angry Minnow, Grumpy Monkey. That's what people are turned to. What about your restaurant? So you're saying cool people name. don't like craft beers? No, they don't. Oh they, my they God. Like the you are powerful. No. Thanks. They don't. They like the name. It's always about the name. And I will, I, I, you know, I, I don't know if we can do any research on this. I wish callers, if we have listeners, would weigh in on this on Twitter. I think most people, there's only about five different flavors of beer, okay? But there's about 12,000 different names of those five flavors. And if you come out with a really cool name, like uh, Crappy Monkey or something. Are you trying to say types of beer, like Pilsner? and? Yeah, yeah, I am. I am. Well, Dags, we're done with your review, correct? Thank God. Um, I want to talk about an experience that I'm going to have here in Minnesota, and this is across the nation. It's called that enhanced license thing. Everybody has to get it by October. Now, in other parts of the world, they've had to do this process before, but everything, everybody has had to do the same thing. We have to get proper ID because parts the Parts of the country li- or parts of the world? Parts of the country. I'm sorry. Um, everybody in the nation has already done this. Minnesota, we are the last to do this. So people have experience and know what I'm talking about, but I'm looking at the information that I have to have. This is just to get a new driver's license. Remember, we used to go down there. We had our old driver's license. They would cut the corner, 
And then you'd have to go over to that picture. You'd have to go over to where they would check your vision thing. All right, read line number one. They weren't even looking. I think they were talking. And I can't see that anyway. And I just say, zero, seven, uh, zero, Z, five, B, fine. Go on, go get your picture. Do you ever notice that? Those crabby ladies are never even really listening to what you're telling them. Yeah, go ahead. What if we're like blind? I don't think they care. They just don't want to concentrate on that. Um, But this enhanced driver's license is coming here in Minnesota. And I just want to tell you what you need for this for all, because here in Minnesota, we only have 15% compliance as of right now. So this is going to affect a lot of our listeners who are Minnesota people. I know we have a worldwide appeal, so bear with me. Um, it's interesting to know. You, have you thought about going to get yours yet, Dags? Cause you also, or do you have yours? I have thought about it. I may or may not have it. Do you have a passport? I may or may not have a passport. Why are you being so secretive, Dags? Powerful mystery. People like mystery. So you're going to have a mystery restaurant too? Yes. Dogs. Yes. Powerful dogs. Anyway, what I'm going to do, Dags, is I just wanted to bring this topic up. I'm not going to go I'm trying to figure out what the paintings on the wall would be in my restaurant. In your Italian slash dog eating, sniffing. I mean, how how miserable would that be to be eating pasta and a dog is in your crotch sniffing it? Or for you, you might enjoy that aspect of it. That's completely natural. Oh, my God, for the love of God. This man has lost it. Anyway, we're going to talk about the enhanced. I'm going to go through that process. I'm gathering all my information. I got to go down to the crabby ladies at the D. Why is there always ladies at these, um, you know, um, the, the, the Department of Motor Vehicles? Always women back there. Every time I go there, I say, you guys need a man back there. And I always laugh. <laughs> Men couldn't handle us back here. Do you, you really say that? Them. Yeah, always. You're I such, always say that to them. <laughs> you're, such, you're so archy bunker. It's fascinating. <laughs> you need a man down here. Well, they do. I mean, it's all women and why, and women never get along. You know, half of them are pissed at each other all the time, but it'll be interesting to go through this enhanced. I, I can't wait to talk about it because I'm sure, I guess a lot of people are getting there with what they think is the appropriate documentation. And it's not. So everybody's like, F you lady, F you, I pay taxes. What do I got to be put through this shit? So we'll find out. Uh, but anyway, the enhanced driver's license is supposed to allow us to go through the borders safely, Canada, Mexico, and the Caribbean. But not if you're flying. So, Dags, what sense does that make? How do we get to the Caribbean if we're not flying? We're going to swim in or what? So not much help if you're going to the Caribbean. How often do you go to the Caribbean? Does the movie Pirates of the Caribbean count? No, just Pirates of the Caribbean. Does the ride at Disney World count? I was on that too, so I'd say twice with a movie. Have you been to Disney ride. World? I have. I don't picture you going there because you're so you're such a cheapskate. Well, when you have kids, it's kind of like the calling. Back in the day, when my when when I was a young kid, it was a, it, to keep the light and the heats on was a good thing. They had a meal. Today, it's like we all have to. Oh, you got to get your kids to Disney World. Well, wait a minute, we never did that when I was a kid. Don't matter. Get them to Disney World. It's like the right, the coming of age. Everybody has to go to Disney World. We took our kids down there, of course. I'm so glad I did it then versus now because I don't, you know, I don't like crowds. And you want to talk about a, a horror show in terms of crowds. You know, we've all been through that line where, oh, look, honey, there's only like 10 in front of us. Well, that's only like the first section of it. They always conceal the rest of it. And then through, when you get through those 10, you happen to look like, holy shit, what ride is every, what ride are all those people on? And you're like, wait a minute, they're on our ride in front of us. And you're like, for the love of God, no. You know, have you been at Disney World, Diggs? 
I've been all around the world. You haven't been. Okay. Um, but one, one thing they do is they do this fast pass thing, which if you time it, here's the deal. I'm going to give you the quick pro tip and then we'll get off of Disney world. Get there early. As soon as they open up the door, the gates, because if you do that, you get like two free passes. And I don't mean free in terms of they give you rides free because they're all free once you get in, but free, no lines. You'll get at least two rides where there will not be any lines because it's too early. After that second one, forget about it. Forget about it. You're going to have line after line after line. But you do get the, the, the fast pass thing where you punch it and it says, okay, come back around 123. And your line shouldn't be as long as what you currently see now. Well, there's some truth to that. They're right. It's not quite as long as that, but it's still a long line. Thank God they have misters, too. I was on this, this I forget which ride it was. I think it was the mountain thing, Splash Mountain. Hold it on. Miserably- sing, please sing a Mr. Mister song right now. Carry lace around the road that I must follow. Give me yeah, yeah, that, 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 that. So anyway, get to Disney World early. You'll have free two rides. Use your Fast Pass. And they're not even rides. They're attractions is what they are. You're only going to get on about five rides, dude. So pick them. Pick them, okay? And I actually cheated. I went to the haunted house, you know, and I knew all about the haunted house. You have to enter, and then you go into this elevator. And they jam-pack like 100 people on this elevator. So you talk about claustrophobia, which I have. I'm like, oh, man, I wanted to go into that haunted house so bad, but I don't think I could get through that elevator part. So I went up to the attendant, and I says, hey, sir, I have two children with me. They're really scared of elevators. Do you mind if we, like, bypass that? Oh, sure, yeah, come on with me. And they took me through the back door. I didn't have to go through the elevator part of it, you know. Uh, so I know, I know how to do Disney, dude. If anybody wants to go to Disney, I know how to do it right. Powerful review of Disney. Uh-huh. I could go on and on about that place, but I know I you could. Uh-huh. A powerful episode today. We appreciate everyone that listens to this powerful episode. Please do us a favor. Please follow us on Twitter at Amish B Machine and do us a favor. Tell a friend about our powerful podcast. Please leave a review, like, and subscribe. Johnny Rage, any parting thoughts? Bye. And until next time, you've just enjoyed the Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast. It is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and everywhere else fine podcasts are found. Please support our podcast through Patreon and shop our merch at AmishBabyMachine.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. This has been an Amish Baby Machine production.